What's shaking, YouTube and I? It's welcome to Lords of the Long Box presents the cover price shakers of the week. The Thursday show that fills you full of disappointment when you mm, look at mm, the books mm. that are on this list. But you know what? I have confidence that most of you will at least Listen, have. It's something to go shoot for. It's a goal in life. You know this what I mean? One, there's some books on there that are kind of rare, but there's other ones I think you got a good chance of getting. You know what I mean? So uh, while you guys are congregating, here's the new track that I played on Tuesday. For those who missed it on Tuesday, I got to play it again because it's super hype and it'll get you hype. jamming That's out right. back here all right i'm gonna play it again no i'm just kidding hey, welcome, <laughs> oh my god to, everyone will freak welcome <laughs> to the cover price shakers list boys and goals uh when we look at this list comes from our friends at cover price focusing on the new sales or the most interesting sales data found on their exclusive daily shakers list this list changes several times daily to ensure uh, to make sure you check it out every day for some of the hottest trending books on the market. And if you see, we have a special guest with us, Matt DeVoe from Cover what's Price. Up, Say what's up to everybody. How's it going, guys? Yeah, thanks for always showing up on the show. It's always fun to uh, you know send this list out, and and you guys do such a great job covering it. It's 
It's I know I'm a little biased, but it's one of my favorite shows to watch. <laughs> this is the most right? unique list uh, on the internet because there are oh, some for, sure. it, yeah, for, uh, sure. for some of the stuff you find in research. I'm like, good it's lord, it's cool, well, it's cool. I mean, there's stuff this, from 37. I mean, 40. This 50. stuff that we show is some of my favorite stuff. Is the the weird and you know the unique sales. Yeah, you know that cool. it's that's so us. much fun to talk about that. Weird stuff. and unique. Speaking and, of weird and unique, Otto, say what's up. I'm as unique as it gets tonight, baby. What's up, Matt? I'm sorry, I was busy. I was just on cover price, and uh, my collection has gone up exponentially for some reason. We have a big <laughs> don't, don't don't bury the lead. We're gonna talk. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that after we do the list. I we're gonna go over to, to the cover out. price, and we're gonna look at some of the new features that are on there. Speaking of features, JB, say what's up to the good people. What's up, everybody? This is the Thursday night crowd. This is the Thursday night show. This show's gonna be fire tonight. I'll tell you what. This list is unlike that same show that seems to be the same books over and over again. Now, this is way better. Welcome to the show, folks. Get ready to have a good time. And speaking of Dark Side Jedi, speaking with of a Robin good time. Hat. All right. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's Dark Side Jedi. It's everybody. It's Lords of Longbox. We're here. It's Thursday night. And this list, not only is it a cool list, there's a lot of information. So bear with us and let's get it going. Yeah, in other words, Ryan's like, I got the one with the most notes on it. <laughs> yeah, so. he did get the I, I like to challenge you guys. We like to make it a little wordy. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah, and then sometimes I'm like I throw up the wrong graphic. I'm like, it keeps on keeps you on your toes. It keeps you on your toes, man. Yeah. But once once again, this show is sponsored by our friends over at coverprice.com. Go to coverprice.com where you can sign up for a two-week free trial, or you can sign up for a $2.99 for a limited access, or for the price of a McRib meal, you can get full-blown access for $69 a month. Full That's right. We don't access. use cryptocurrency. We use McRib currency. That's how we say yeah. things around here. Uh, the show is also sponsored by our friends at, at uh, KRSComics.com. Use this discount code of L-O-T-L-B for all your KRS Comics exclusives. And you know what? I I, I don't want to show this because I don't want to get everybody, oh, you know. Titillated. This yeah. drops tomorrow, Ooh. boys and girls. Oh. This Star Wars Bounty Hunters variant. It's sell, it. it's gonna go pre-order starting at noon Eastern oh. nine a.m. I should say I should tell you one p.m. So I make sure I have enough copies and it doesn't. At sell noon out. Eastern, it'll be sold out at noon one. Yeah. So, so this, am, am I wrong? Is that a homage of Wolverine one? Yeah. Now I think yes. about it, around. You are absolutely I mean, correct. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw the finger like that. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. one. Well, that's a, not the first thing I thought of when I seen the finger like that. You know? <laughs> 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 the show's already going off the rails. By the way, this show is for adults only, just in case you uh, didn't know. Um, shout out to everybody in the live chat. Pressable defects, spine ticks in the house. Uh, Sith Lordly holding it down with a wrench. Everybody in the good, uh, my man, Josh Ramirez. Man, there's a bunch of you in there. At, uh, uh, 95 already. So we've killed enough time to get to 100 people five minutes into the show so let's get right to it boys and girls so this is the uh, weekly shakers list this is not like the cover price top 10 where this we look at big sales that uh occurred since the last time we did the show so basically uh over the span of a week so uh let's kick it off with the first one what do we got dark side jedi all right the first one today is age of ultron number 10 this is the angela wraparound sketch variant by joe casada um, persistent rumors of Angela being introduced into the MCU via Guardians continue to drive this variant to new heights, including this week's sale of $650 for a CGC 9.8. This issue marks her first introduction into the pages of Marvel after a long-heated legal battle between Todd McFarlane and Neil Gaiman. In 1993, McFarlane hired uh, several esteemed creators to guest write on Spawn. 
This included Frank Miller, Alan Moore, Dave Sims, and Neil Gaiman. Gaiman co-created both Angela and Medieval Spawn, introducing both characters in Spawn number nine. Uh, and per Gaiman, it was agreed that he would retain the rights to the character. Of course, McFarlane claimed he was simply a work for hire. With no official contract, this became a heated debate and went to court, leaving Gaiman the winner of a substantial settlement. While the specifics of that settlement are unknown, 10 years later, McFarlane settled the dispute by giving Gaiman ownership of just Angela. A year later, Gaiman sold the character to Marvel, making her a sister of Thor. Hmm. While this great or while this variant later, is Gaiman now sold the character to Marvel, exceptionally high due to her being on the cover, the standard cover is a great investment as it currently sells for only $2. What? God, yeah, some of them really yeah. weirded me out there. I heard myself all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> if you think about Spawn number nine, it's actually the first appearance of Angela. This is the first appearance. What's I find interesting about this is, is I don't want to say it's hypocrisy or not, but the whole idea of image being founded was they wanted to be have control of what they created. And basically, Neil Gaiman created this, and then Todd McFarlane said, "No, it belongs to you know, right? the, you know what I mean." So it's kind of like you know, Todd, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, Todd's familiar with being sued. He was also sued by a hockey <laughs> player uh, for, uh, I think, for an action figure as well. So uh, if uh, if you guys haven't seen it, I, I forgot if it's on Sci Fi Channel or something. It was like a, a Todd McFarlane documentary. It's pretty interesting how uh, you know how he built his uh, empire. He never mentioned Neil Gaiman once, though. But he, they did talk about. The hockey player that sued him because Todd McFarlane used this likeness without his permission to make. Remember when he was making the NHL uh, action figures? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Todd and uh, litigation are they go hand in hand. So <laughs> and, and that's a great I, cover too. Yeah, I wanted to show the actual whole wraparound cover, but it would have took up the yeah. whole screen. It's it's yeah, a it's really a dope wraparound cover, and it's a one in one hundred. So there you go, man. So for six fifty yeah. for nine point eight. There's a color version of this too. Yeah, for some reason, you know, the black and white sketch, people dig it. You know what I mean? Dig it up. Yeah. All right. What do we got next there, JB? All right. Next up on the list, we've got the all new Marvel Now Point One, issue number one, originally published in 2014 from Marvel Comics. All right. So, this full appearance of Kamala in costume as Miss Marvel hit crazy new raw highs this week. It had two big sales of $300 and $404. And in these high sales come off this book's overall new high sale of $1,500 for a CGC 9.8, which was a price reserved for the second print. So you know what that means. Expect a price bump on that one coming. Yeah, man. The, you know, when these Marvel Point Ones first came out, people didn't really think much of them until. Nope. I, you know, because I remember when they came out, there was no big deal. And then people started realizing, wait a second, there was like a first appearance cameo. Because t- I believe they're just little actual stories of the actual first appearance, right? In, in the point ones, they're like uh, four or five little stories. So I meant, you know, like they say, there's gold in them, their hills. Uh, I'm trying to think the other point one. There's the Miles Morales point one. That's the other big one, too, right? Well, no, the other the, one uh, is Sam, Sam Alexander. Sam Alexander. Sam Alexander. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Miles' Marvel preview, uh, <coughs> 95, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> I just had to choke on bullshit for a second. All right, so uh, all new Marvel Now, point one, issue number one from 2014, a cool $404 for a raw dog. My and that's going to go up. As we get to yeah. our show, it's yeah. still going to go. This oh, is just yeah. the beginning of this this movement. 
Yeah, because we've seen pictures of her, like, but I always say once we see a trailer, people will yep. start buying it. Like they know yep. she's coming, but until we actually see a trailer, they don't believe it. But you know, go figure. But anyway, it's always picture, trailer, and then like, you know, full blown first episode, and then people really start buying it up. So that's just the way the hey, read the tea leaves, and that's the way the market's flowing. So all new Marvel Point One is uh, another one that's been on here for a while. All right, what's next, Otto? All right, we got. Well, I just want to say, if you've gone over two, you're probably over three on this. This is Bitterroot number one. This is a version, copy mm-hmm. from Image in 2018. Bitterroot by David Walker, Sanford Green, and Chuck Brown is a fan favorite series. It's a fun series, great read, and it's got some killer, killer covers. Uh, this fan fair and content uh, announcement and development with Legendary since March of 2019 has helped uh, this first issue and its various covers increase steadily since its release. While the focus has always been on my comic shop, the Akira variant. The Borderlands variant quickly caught up, both selling for around the buck and a half, $150. However, this version cover is now in the running after this week's raw sale of 100 bucks. There are five other covers. There's a standard cover B, cover C, cover D, and a second print, all very affordable. Now is a great time to pick some of those up. However, that second print has completely disappeared. So that's going to be the tough one to find right there. I gotta ask RP what is one and a half of three RP you gotta explain yourself on uh, what do you mean by what was the one and a half the only bitter root comic I have is the uh, homage to uh, what was it Uh, Purple Rain was was that the one yeah Yeah, Yeah, I think that was Issue six, or yeah, and yeah. I only got that because of the homage to, to Prince. Because I also have the Bat Girl one, <laughs> yeah. I think is, is the Bat yes. Girl one. So you know, I'm a sucker the for the movie like poster a, one. Yeah, I'm a sucker yeah. for movie posters one, man. But uh, do you have the Root? the Snake Eyes one? That's no. that's the gold one. No, okay. well, my favorite one is the Enter the Dragon one. Um, and I think both DC and Marvel did it. I think it was a Grayson issue. Uh, okay. For the Enter the Dragon, and then there's the Wolverine one, which is my favorite, hands down, yeah. of the movie poster. Yeah. And then there was also another DC one for the Lost uh, Boys, Matrix too. Yeah, uh, there was a Matrix cover. So there you go, Bitter Root, the Virgin variant from 2018, a cool $100 for a raw dog. Next up is a book most of you should have, man. This is a this is kind of a staple in collections. Uh, hopefully you aren't priced out. What is it? Well, let's take it back to 1977. This is Black Panther number one. And it's a common pattern. The first appearance of an immortal character rises in price so much that it's out of reach for most folks. So they look for other cool ways to collect the character. We have the same situation here with Black Panther. Black Panther's first appearance in Fantastic 452 has been an absolute on an absolute tear since mid-2020, with even mid-grade copies approaching two grand. When this happens, some look to the second print others look to the first solo series that brings us to today's big time shaker black panther number one from 1977 yeah man man. with that cover from none other than the king himself jack kirby a 9.8 recently sold at auction after a fearsome 79 bid uh for an all-time high of four thousand one hundred and ninety-one dollars, wow. absolutely shattering previous records of twenty-one hundred set in February of this year. Yeah. This book is not exactly rare in nine-eight condition, with two hundred forty copies on the CGC census, but there are no re- recorded higher-grade copies. So, a nine-eight is the best you're going to get at this point. Considering back in April twenty twenty, you could have gotten a CGC nine point eight 
copy for as little as six hundred and fifty dollars. Oh man! <laughs> in a six-fold <laughs> rise in a single year, it's very impressive. While we don't exactly know what direction Marvel will take the Black Panther franchise in the wake of Chadwick Boseman's death, we are with comic fans in our excitement for what's to come. And yeah, that I is mean, no doubt. Yeah, this is classic because not only is it a first issue, it's also Jack Kirby. Yeah, uh, right. And, you know, most people can't afford the Fantastic Four issue and then, you know, the, all the Shuri stuff. But this one is, I've had this one for a while and I can never crack a 9 8 in it. You know what I mean? Wherever I found it, it was always like a VF or a VF plus or a 9.4, but 9 8 for 4,000. That's awesome, man. But didn't what's interesting to Wolverine me. Wolverine Wonder One just, didn't we just see Wolverine number one just go like this? I bet you we're going to yeah, see it. Yeah, it did. Right. Exactly. right? Their well, first it, book. It's interesting with Black Panther, like Chadwick's death should have crashed prices on Black Panther, right? You should have like, because we're not going to see him obviously as Black Panther anymore. Um, usually pre-COVID, it would have killed all values. Um, and other books would have risen as someone else steps into the mantle. But that is quite the opposite. Like Black Panther books have only gotten hotter. And it, yeah, it's that- interesting. I yep. think the expectation level is he is going really, to be yeah, recast. Yeah. You know, I, I like people really think there's going to be another uh, T'Challa. Uh, um, you know, um, you know, it's still early. They still have time, you know, to work out. I think it, you know, uh, the release date on Black Panther two. So time heals all wounds. I mean, come on, right. guys. The Hulk has had three different actors. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We can. So many we can, we we can switch How many an actor. Jokers have we had? We can switch before. Yeah, exactly. How many yeah, Supermans exactly. have we had? Come on, man. Exactly. Yeah, but the difference Spider-Mans. is. I mean, there's a huge difference though. Is the character didn't die prematurely at the height of his popularity. Joker. I mean, well, that's, that's true. Uh, yeah. That is point. true. Yeah. I mean, but you can't. I don't think you can really equate Joker to what Chadwick Boseman and Black Panther did for a segment of people, a whole continent of, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was just yeah. such a big cultural icon. And that's why the, the loss hit so many people different, you know, it hit them hard. Like you, you like when Kobe passed away, right. You know, you know, when people pass away at an old age, you go, Oh yeah. But then when they pass away prematurely, it's like, you know, different. It's like, you know, Heath Ledger when he passed away uh, as the Joker, you know, but we, you know, um, but you know, this black Panther had a huge, huge, I mean, culture influence. And so I it, mean, it changed it, everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, right, but that's fine. Let it move on with a new actor. I mean, yeah. all that's great. Well, I mean, if you I don't think, do it actor, how are you going to do black Panther? I guess that's well, all I'm, I'm saying. saying. If you do it too soon though, you, 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 I guess, you know, fans give them time to mourn before you could just come out. Cause you're do you're 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 damned if you do you're damned if you don't right if you do Agreed. it too soon they'll say you are big corporate shields you don't care about people blah 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 let the man rest or the uh, the other group are saying hey we need we love the Black Panther character let's keep it going so uh, we shall see man it's gonna be interesting on where they they go with it you know what I mean um, well, multiple uh, cares of multiple people have held the the mantle of Black Panther right I mean. Yeah, but it's mostly T'Challa. I mean, Shuri has done it a little bit, but I I just don't see that actress physically doing the role uh, of of Black Panther. I mean, I think ideally Killmonger, you know, uh, Michael B. Jordan would be the best Black Panther. That would be awesome somehow. I mean, if they could bring back anybody. He did in a comic, right? Wasn't it an Iron Man annual, I believe? Yeah, he was, I think, he was at it for for one time. I mean, there's a whole generation of different, I mean, it's a mantle, right? It's not really a character, but it's just T'Challa's been in it for the longest time. So, 
Black Panther, number one from 1977. Some good old Kirby goodness. All right. This is the part of the list where uh, right. you, uh, people started throwing up goose eggs, man. So uh, what do we got next? All right. Here we go. <laughs> Captain N, the Game Master, number one. Published by published in 1990 from Valiant and Acclaim. Now, if you were a child of the 80s, and man, I was, then you'll most likely remember this Saturday morning cartoon sharing the name of this comic. And with nostalgia driving, with nostalgia such a driving force in today's market heat, this Nintendo-based comic just hits the right feels, if you know what I mean. Now, however, it also has a lot to do, there's, uh, it also has a lot more than that just going for it. This issue features the first comic appearances of multiple Nintendo characters like Captain N, Samus Aran of Metroid, Pit Kid Icarus, Donkey Kong, Mother Brain, King Hippo, Little Mac of Punch Out, and oh. the NES <laughs> Little Mac. Zapper. Right? Little Mac of Punch Out in the NES Zapper and Super Power Pad. And these early appearances are not well known and fly under the radar radar for most comic fans. However, Nintendo collectors have been buying these up for years in this week's new high sale of 485 bucks for a CGC 9.8. And it's just the beginning. Yeah, totally. This is one I of my favorite books. Yeah, I have never heard of Captain N. Go ahead, Matt. No, Cap- Captain N was only in the animated series. And he was also in, if you had Nintendo Power, he was a returning character through that. But what's happening now is these games these characters have been introduced into games like smash brothers so kid icarus ah. um donkey kong uh little mac is a is a character now um on smash brothers so kids are you know younger kids are now getting used to these characters and getting to right. know them so do you um, think these are the the people that look out for these comics are the same people that get games graded oh yeah there's a there's a yeah. huge spillover like i'm I'm specifically um, a video game comic book collector. That's kind of one of my Ooh. niches. Uh, and there's just there's been a pocket of us for the past five years. But now game collectors, which has been hot for the last ten years, um, are spilling over into comics and getting these hard, you know these rare comics. Everything mm. Nintendo base is hot right now. Yeah. So my next guess is when will um, athlete first appearances in comics start jumping because you know how sport grading cards are jumping now i mean because there's i think a lebron comic there's definitely a jordan comic i mean i'm wondering when that world will spill over because i already know that the trading card people are starting to buy like key issues you know and you know uh, because you know they're well marvel's marvel's doing um what rookie card variants right now so they have like in them doing various uh you know uh moves on the court essentially <laughs> and that's smart it's it's odd it's odd but it makes sense because sports card collectors are transition you know moving on into comic books so it's, it's weird to see those investors spilling over into our world and vice versa yeah actually our friends at krs comics are doing one of them uh i think it's a miles rookie card Oh yeah, which and you know it's gonna do well. I mean, I guess it's all started with that silly X Force card, right? With the Deadpool, the Deadpool uh, yep. card. Oh geez, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it, anyway. It, it was the biggest joke in the world that X Force one. That was the go to pun we had. Like you know, you, you know this this industry went nuts if X Force ever took off, and and it happened. 
Yeah, for the wrong reason. <laughs> yeah, right, for the totally wrong reason. But I'm pretty sure Ty McFarland will, or uh, Rob Liefeld will take credit for that trading card. So there right, you go. Right. Captain N, the Game Master, issue number one from 1990, man. Uh, 9.8, so for 485 bucks. Good luck if you could find it, man. All right, next up. Oof, I love this book. I know. It's, if, you know what? If, you, if it's not on this show, it's on the other show. You know, Invincible Iron Man number nine, 2016. We know that this is a Riri. Riri Williams. That's finally Riri. 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 I need to hear that again. Say it again. Say it again. Riri. Not Riri. Perfect. I know. Yeah, okay. It's finally announced to appear. In <laughs> that was someone who's been drinking. Yeah, well, plus Disney Plus. <laughs> who knows? You know, I am on vacation. Uh, her first key issue saw huge bumps in price. However, there was a big debate on what her go-to key versus first appearance should be. The debate lies with her two-panel cameo appearance with dialogue and named at the end of number seven versus her first full um her first full her first full in issue number nine. Early on, the market favored seven, and this was supported by the issue's third print cover, uh, with the call out the badge featuring the first appearance of Riri Williams on it. It's hard to argue with the publisher themselves. However, the market has chosen number seven. Sells for $275 at a 9.8 and under and a number nine had a high sale of $799.98 for a 9.8. So you need to be a genius to see that issue number nine is the clear winner on this. So that's it. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I, it's not like I don't love it because I have two 9.8s and I got them for cover price. But yeah. yeah. But I, I yeah. also, I think the Woman in Power variant, I have that one. Is that issue number seven? I'm trying to remember. Uh, that's uh, number seven. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I, yep. I have that one as well. But I think those came back nine, six. So I'm pulling for this one for obvious selfish reasons because, you know. Well, there's a lot of debates, you know, it moves on like she's not in her, her, her actual armor until uh, on the cover of, of Invincible Iron Man number one. And then she's not in her current armor until I think number four or something like that. You know, uh, it's, those, it's so muddy. Uh, yeah, yeah, those those debates just get just tedious after a while. But like we said, if you don't FOMO, get them all. I mean, right. we're, a, we're a little pricey now, but earlier you should have just gotten them all. You know, uh, you know. I'm trying to think of what character in the future where that's going to happen, where you know they first appear as himself, then he appears another character, then he appears another character. I mean, it's you know, there's you know, in comics history, there's a you know, for good or bad for the collector because if you miss on a one, you can get the other one. So you know, if you don't want to miss out, get them all. So Invincible Iron Man Aww. number nine from 2016. I still think that's affordable. Nine point eight for eight hundred bucks. Just I mean, just wait till her show up, up, you know pops up. I think this is yep. going to blow up even past. It's going to be a four figure book easily. Um, and I, I think number seven still. I think that's a pretty good price. I think that's still a book yeah. to jump into. Yeah, exactly. All right. Up next, we can't have a show without this comic because this comic is the one that's just chugging away. away like the Energizer Bunny keeps on ticking. There it is. Yeah, something's killing the children. Number one, this is the American Library Association limited to one thousand uh, copies variant. Wow! <clears throat> so, as if this massively successful series and Fisher, uh, first issue needed another pricey book, we present you this immensely hard to find American Library Association edition of the wow. first issue. At the 2020 ALA Midwinter Conference and Exhibition, this promotional edition of uh, Something is Killing the Children was handed out to attendees. The book is identical to the standard cover except for the back cover 
which features Boom's national marketing and publicity campaign for this title. This campaign schedule really highlights how much Boom put behind this title. This week, we saw the first sale of $1,000 for a raw copy. Keep in mind, yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, though, that most attendees were not diehard comic book fans, so copies are few and far between and most likely not in near mint condition. As yeah. you say, honey, put this in your purse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, who's, an, who's an LA, ALA member here? Exactly. No, I've right. never even heard of this. So, Matt, I, I'm looking at the cover. Is there anything on the cover that tells you it's a. There's American nothing on the cover. It looks identical. The back. the back is just literally all these dates and a schedule of what Boom, where Boom was taking this book on tour. And one of them, wow. like number two, was the Check ALA. The back your books, kids. Oh, for sure. You know, who knows? But. This is something that these attendees probably just stuck in the bag of their other free books and is sitting in a closet, you know. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm I sure can only no imagine one... 9.8s are gonna, if there are any, um, yeah, on, on the census, uh, you know, you know, because you know, the American yeah. Library of Association of people like they were really caring about bagging and boarding their books, nope. right? Nope, they just threw it in and probably even tossed it left in the hotel, you know. Because yeah. this is a this is a convention for you know everything for children's books novels it's like it's everything, um, so the fact that the boom was there Hawking Comics is actually great for the industry because they're yeah. trying to get more attention especially from the Library Association to like carry this book, um, so it's 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 an interesting one it's kind of a, a moment in time um, uh, it just shows what they were doing with this book at the time. Um, yeah. You're not going to see it. It's not going to pop up. That <laughs> That's crazy. So if, there you go. Look on the back cover if you uh, come across one. You never know because somebody may be sitting one at their LCS or at a show or something. But, you know, by this yeah. time, it's I've never heard of it, to be honest with you. So the American it was literally Library the first one that popped up. Yeah. Wow. $1,000 for a raw comic. So, uh, and this was a year later. You know, it took a year for one copy to hit eBay. Wow. Wow. So now everybody who attended that are like, damn it, where's my copy? <laughs> <laughs> or find someone who, who is a member. If you know anyone yeah. in, in the press and, you know, in publishing. And just play dumb. Just them. be like, hey, you remember that thing yeah. you went to? I really <laughs> right. like that comic. I was wondering if I could just buy it off you for 50 bucks, you know, or just, yep. you know, trying to play, you know, play dumb. There you go. Something is killing the children. The American Library Association version limited to a thousand copies. And you know how hot this book is right now. So that is crazy. Yeah. All right. Next up is one I really, really wanted when it came out. I'm so pissed because I collect these type of covers. All right, next up, we've got Spawn, issue 237, the Trade Smart exclusive Todd McFarlane variant, originally published in 2013 from Image Comics. Now, rare Spawn books have been in high demand for years now. However, it's this past year where sales have went up a notch. This Trade Smart variant is a perfect example. 500 copies of this exclusive variant were created in November of 2013 specifically for a Todd McFarlane signing at a Hastings Trade Smart store in Colorado. Now, in a strange time where the signing didn't sell out, additional copies were sold through the store unsigned. In 2019, copies were pretty affordable, about 50 bucks. Then in April of 2020, Raw copies jumped to 200 plus and created a huge surge in demand. Flash forward to this week when a 9.8 CGC sold via auction for $1,825. This destroys the last 9.8 sale that was just last November 
Man. for 424 bucks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so oh. I am a collector of Day of the Dead covers. So any comic that comes out with Day of the Dead, and I remember I was like, I heard about this and I was like, man, a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks seems kind of pricey. Now I'm yep. like, it doesn't seem yep. too pricey now. No. Like, no. <laughs> uh, no. Any spot thousand dollar prices. It's, it's, it just shocked me that there was a day when a Todd McFarlane signing just went um, you know, it didn't have a full showing. Wow. And right? that wouldn't happen today, you know, it'd no. be like a, a, around the block. Yeah. Wow. I mean, what the hell is a trade smart? Is what is that Trade Smart was Hastings. So Hastings was a bookstore. They did a short run of electronic stores in only certain cities, and Colorado was one of them. Everything's when Hastings went up out of business. The you know the electronic stores were first to go before the bookstores. Um, so yeah, it, it was super limited, hard to find. You had to be in the know to even show up to these things. Damn, you're not kidding. Trade, no wonder nobody showed up. Nobody damn electronic store <laughs> called <Yeah>. Trade Smart. <laughs> right, right. All right, so uh, on the list. Shop Spawn Smart. Number, Shop Trade Smart. That's right. Spawn number 237, the Trade Smart Tarp McFarland exclusive variant from 2013, man. I just love the cover because the, it looks like it's a good. Day of the Dead homage. Yeah, That's cool. All right, next well, up a, is... There's a pink regular one if you, if you guys are looking for something more affordable. There you go. So this is the purple one is a variant, and then the pink one is just a regular cover. Yep, but it's still exactly. exclusive to Trade Smart, or was that the no, no? One? The pink was was the regular open order. Okay, so yep. that was all right. So this one wow. was only available through Trade Smart, and it was purple. Correct. All right, there you go, boys and girls. You learn something every day. Uh, next up, most of you should have this book. Come on, we've been talking about it forever now. Right, and I'm telling you, talking about making twenty times your money in one year. Look at that for an investment. Spider Man 2099. This is the newsstand. Came out in uh, 1992. This time last year, a newsstand of this book you could get for five bucks. Five bucks. This week's a new raw um, high sale of $100, okay? And a new 9.8 sale of $499 (laughs) uh, is a testament to the journey that um, that over the past year that Spider-Verse 2, as Spider-Man 2099 gains in popularity, this book is great to jump on right now. And you really should have jumped on it a long time ago, the Spider-Man fans, because we've been talking about the Spider-Verse and the legs and everything. So shame I mean, on you. You, sh- you should have got this when you saw the Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2099 at the end of, exactly. end of Spider-Verse. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You, know, yeah. that, and you should have multiple right. copies of it. Yeah, I do. But, uh, but I this mean, is still it's... pretty. Yeah, this is still cheap for a newsstand. Honestly, yeah, for this character is going to be he's he's going to be front and center in the next movie. So, yeah. So yeah. let's look at 1992. Uh, newsstand yeah. was already starting to be pretty rare. I mean, if you look at 1990, it was 85% direct to newsstand. Uh, 1990 was 10 to 90%. So there you go. I mean, it's already, it was already starting to get rarefied air. All right. So we got one more. Man, this comic used to be all over the place, at least certain covers of it. Uh, we shall see. What is it? This, my friends, is Superman number 75, the Platinum Edition. Mm-hmm. So how many of you 90s fans poured money into <laughs> the death of Superman comics? So much. I'm going to retire. Only to have him come back a year later. There were many of us, right? So so much so that the market values of another book, number 75, plummeted for decades. Though with the power of nostalgia... And some of the best Superman storylines, this death has risen significantly in price, limited to a mere 
10,000 copies, this Platinum Edition just keeps hitting Jeez. new highs. Like this week's new high sale of $985 for a CGC 9.8. Yeah. Now that this was is the, cheap. That was a, this, a mirror as a, a snarky mirror. A mirror, ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, right, this is right. the polybag, right? These were all polybagged, right? They were all polybagged. So that's the polybag. When you take it out, it's just it looks like a gravestone. So it's like a, a like yeah. a speckled gray cover with a, a platinum S. And you know, and I don't want to push it. I mean, we've told you in the past. Some of these polybags, if you've you know, a lot of collectors are like, we're just kind of taught, don't take it out of the bag. Right. Well, unfortunately, when it's in the bag, you can't tell the imperfections. So, you know, when you mm -hmm. open the bag, you know, thinking, oh, shit, I got my Spider-Man 75, open up, boom, you got dings all over the spine. Um, mm -hmm. But you could do I mean, the feel. You got to do that's the what feel. I do. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah I, I, <laughs> I, I, I did that with my Static X because the Static X apparently, uh, the Static comic is apparently worth more in the bag, right? And yeah. so, you know, you kind of touch the spine with you, your finger. Yeah. Do you feel any creases? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But uh man, spider -Man, I remember this book was all over the place. And when when he came back, wasn't it like the blue electric version or or was it the mullet version? I'm trying no, to No, so he came the mullet version came back and he was depowered. Um and then it was like as you know, all the other Supermen were ruled out. Because at a time it was like who's the real reincarnated version of Superman between the four it was Superboy, right, yeah. Cyborg, uh steel and then once he i think got his powers back it formed like did this crazy blue slash red oh, that was Superman. the worst that was ever. that was bad yeah that was uh worst. excuse me the worst was the electric superman that oh that's it uh, yeah that's what we're talking about that's yeah, what that's it oh, oh okay yeah, yeah. okay yeah. like he had electric powers okay so we had that Superman electro right. yeah oh my right. god that oh. was Awful. Well, I mean, that was you know one Who's of the. Whose fault was uh, that? Was that was that Grant Morrison? No, I forget who wrote that. I'm sure that was not. Um, it, it literally went from one of the best Superman stories for when he died. It was actually one of the best Superman stories we had ever read, um, because we cared about Superman for the first time in decades. Um, and then he died, and then they did something just crazy and gave him mullets. And do you think it was because the sales were dropping on Superman? Is that why they? Well, it was all ploy, right? Yeah. It was a, it was a marketing ploy to re, you know bring back sales, which worked perfectly. That's exactly what it did. Um, they just chose the wrong direction. <laughs> Let's right, be honest. So. We were all suckers for it in 1992. So I mean, oh, we for all sure. for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure I think I have the, is it the red one, right? The red poly bag. Is that the main mm -hmm. one? Yeah. And, yeah. and the first time he's, I think there's one second print. Um, I forget what issue of Action Comics it is of him in the blue suit. There's a second print that sells for about a hundred bucks. Um, I'm blanking on the issue number, but it, there are some valuable uh, additions in that run. All right. Yeah. All right, boys and girls, let us go on to cover price to see part. what's shaken today. And Maddie's going to tell you about some uh, new features that uh, cover price has just unveiled. And if you haven't logged into your cover price recently, uh, you got a significant bump in value. And my, Manny's going to tell you why here in one second. Let's go yeah. full screen. Um, and uh, let's just go and uh, we'll look at the shakers. And then when Perfect. I look at uh, one of the shakers, we could look at the actual uh, values of them to see what's going on here. Uh, I don't want to brag. I have you know three of the top six that are right there. Ooh. But, you know, that's neither <laughs> here nor there. I'm sorry. Four of the top eight. Yeah, but look at that Wonder Woman though. Um, this Clone Wars, 94. I gotta look at this. 
I got to look at those Clone Wars, man. So this is the first appearance of Ahsoka Tano. Obviously, going to get hot outside of canon. Um, now, let's look at this, Maddie, and let's walk the people e through what's been day. changed on it. So, uh, you know, so we look up the issue, and then down here, you're going to see uh, the raw, and then you're going to see what you see as a graded fair market value and a raw fair market value. Yeah, so now you can see, and you can scroll down a little more to where it says the raw and graded prices. And, and here's one thing um, you'll see there: we have the most common grade. We've we've called things out a little clearer. So before, when we started the site, we were a little conservative with our averages. So we covered um, a couple months rather than focusing on you know putting priority on the most recent sales, which undervalued a lot of books. Um, and it was something that we, you know, immediately wanted to fix, but it's like a house of cards, right? We built this foundation and it takes, it took years to kind of like reformat it and fix just this one simple thing. Um, so we were able to update that and that was, we were thrilled with it because it gives an accurate reflection of what books are worth right now. So we call it now fair market value. Um, you'll see, we changed the wording. The most common grade will change depending on the book. So it'll take whatever has the most graded copies sold, that's going to be the the fair market value that focuses. Because that's probably the copy you're going to find out. Yeah. Um, I like know. this also that you actually had to tell them what slabbed meant. Like uh, real recorded sales <laughs> comics that have been professionally graded, certified, and slabbed. Um, well, well, it's interesting because we did a big survey. And in I would say 80% of our you know the people that we surveyed um, didn't have a slabbed copy. You know? So it's... <laughs> It's still, it's people don't realize that uh, graded books are still somewhat of a niche uh, market um, in collecting. And well, just looking at this Clone Wars, uh, number one, 6,500 yeah. back in March. Woof, man. Yeah. And it's, so uh, you'll see it's, it's fair, it's more evenly balanced to reflect an accurate fair market value right now. Well, let's look at the raw and then kind of get an idea of, um, uh, of that so look at that we even have um so when you let's say this one that's sold on april 14th um mm -hmm. for uh, it's a raw dog that's a 9.4 i mean where do you guys uh, i guess you base that that grade on uh so it, you know a lot of our um you know when our books come in and we have all these algorithms that are pulling keywords and and if a, a seller puts the the grading in their listing or in the header, it'll pull that grade and attach it to our the grade in our in our gotcha. system. So, um, okay. so if it's clear, it's because the no one listed it in there, you know. And typically, if it's a big book, you know, we, we we've all slabbed a million books and we're pretty good graders uh, on our own. So we'll we'll assess it and give it a proper grade. If it's like a big book and they didn't properly grade it, um, we can kind of do a quick eye over it and say okay that's a that's nice. a, a good solid nine four okay britain yeah look at us captain britain is, Ooh, uh, rumor. You know, i had a nine four of this like three years ago and i sold it and i was so i'm so sad that i sold it yeah did it have the mask you should be yeah sad. it had the mask. april 5th it uh, had the mask, it had the mask too it had the mask yeah. 9.4 well, just to rub it in, let's look at some 9.4 sales and oh. see what that well, 595. Is. By the way, Matt, well, it shows I'm you the so fair market you, value right there. Yeah. Matt, I'm so glad you fixed that. That was my number number one pet peeve. It, me with, too. With me Price. too. It really was. It, it really you bugged know? me and, every and time I And I actually go have a video in the editor where I compare, you know, cover price to yes. some of your com competition. 
Yeah. And that came up, so I'm so glad that it's still in the editor because now I can add this footage from this video yeah. to say that this is fixed. No, this is we're huge. so happy huge. that we fixed it. It was really big for us. And there's little things that we did. So if you were to add a book, like if you went back and clicked on any book and you wanted to add it to your collection. Um, I mean, the, well, I'll add this one. Here we go. Uh, so we so just if you go click, to... yeah, just collection. So if you mm -hmm. want to add it, you can now, um, if you add the comic, it should uh, let you... If you go back to it, I guess um, yeah, you can now assign a grade to it. Where yeah. before you couldn't assign a grade to your RAWs, um, now you can. Uh, okay, um, so once you add, so it, I think then you, you go can into assign... a collection. Yeah, yeah. And okay. something we're working. We're this is another big update. We're doing a whole big update. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. Well, this is graded. when it's He's graded. You yeah. can assign it. You can assign it. Oh right. yeah, you can you can assign it in the in yeah. the other. But once side. you've added it, then you have to go back and then uh, assign it. So uh, I yeah. better make sure I remove this uh, so it doesn't mess with my collection because I don't have one. You, you could do it within your collection. Yeah. Right. So, uh, and then the other thing we have, like if you go to your collection, you'll see that right. uh, graded books are called cool. out a little differently. Uh -oh. oh. Oh my God. Yeah, that's only twelve hundred books in my collection too. So uh, <laughs> I did not expect that actually to go. <laughs> All right, what did you want to look at? Your wife see if, that. if you <laughs> scroll down to your go to your books, you'll see in your collection you'll see a green bar now for your graded books. Um, I think you got to click on a book like go into a my collection, view my collection. I believe, yeah, and that yellow go up a little bit up. up yeah, view up. your anything that you have a graded. Oh, book view, like my yeah. collection stats. Yeah, and then it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. They added. So if you scroll down, you'll see uh, your graded books. Let's see, right? Uh, there's now a green value ribbon. Um, so uh, the red is raw, the green is. Yeah, we used to have an overlay. Um, so we changed that. So there's a lot of little things, but we have a, a even massive, like a massive um, update that's coming in uh, June. These are one of my rare finds, got boys and girls. This wow. is the Canadian price variant. Oh. Yeah, pay attention to Canadian variants because that's, that's right. everyone's been chasing newsstand or you know that's the hot thing. This is the next hot thing. Is, I bought is this in a nine point six because uh, first time Ilyana Rasputin was magic, and it's Ooh, a Canadian well price variant. I'm waiting for that Dakota North Canadian price variant to jump. I'm yeah. telling you, boys and girls. Like <laughs> uh, so that is cool, man. Let's look yeah. at some more stuff from that's shaking today. Remember, guys, this this list shakes. Uh, excuse me. Well, it does shake every day, but uh, the list every changes day. on a daily basis. Tell me if there's anything that jumps. Why own a herb? Are you kidding me? What the hell is that? So this is this is something we are going to talk about in the next newsletter. Okay, well, um, let's not. But, but, talk. but no, no. Right. Let's let's talk about. It. So these Wyona Herb covers, uh, through all these photo covers, convention and the regular retailer incentives, are all selling for four or five hundred dollars uh, oh across God. all the series. And and we're trying to figure out why. <laughs> and we were we found out that there's a a large female collector base that are chasing these down and really. Paying hundreds of dollars for these covers because they're impossible to find the print oh, run for this shit. series was uh, like extremely low because you know n not a lot of stores order these um you know it's, these I, mean, show hard enough, books. I can't even find i don't even know what channel the show is on let alone you know right, the damn right, right, you know what i mean right. but here's some of the other ones but, but uh, go to that that, that one right there the the city one the derby city uh okay derby's oh look at that so that's another convention one. It's selling for I think two, yeah, four hundred and twenty-seven dollars for a raw copy. It's it's fascinating. Like I still have a list of books to like add into the site because there's 
I'm just going through it, and there's like all these convention books. Um, that, Where the hell is Derby City Comic Con? I have no idea. I don't even know what Derby City is. But. I know. I'm like, what the hell? Because I thought Derby, maybe they were talking about their hats, but uh, let's take a look at this cover. So it looks like the actual character and maybe the director or something, or one of the actors, because he doesn't look I, I like he's... No, yeah, I've never watched the show. And what's interesting is like photo covers are historically terrible investments because terrible they bag, all yeah. do terrible like they're, they're trash <laughs> and but this is proving like if there's a strong fan base and this new collecting uh this new collecting habit um i mean you saw it with the cobra guys right those cobra Kai yeah. uh, new york yeah. city comic cons until they idw just blasted um a punch out and uh everyone got like 10 copies at a time uh, drop down the value but these books are impossible to find yeah because i have the um the han solo uh photo variant where it's actually old school like harrison yeah. ford just as han solo i was thinking man this has got to be cool and i was like you know I'm, i gotta wait for that to come back around but that was star wars it. tales right yeah and it's a yeah. han solo uh, uh you know from night oh, from 1977 annual number four that red one. Oh, yeah it was one there yeah. was uh, some spec on this before, right? Uh, yeah, first appearance of Batman, Batman Beyond Batman. in the DCU. This is the Art Germ second print variant. 900 bones for a 9.8. Yep. That oh. second print's really hard to find in high grade because, I mean, that it was a really small print run. If you could, if wow. I didn't tell you this was Art Germ, I, I could never guess this was Art Germ. It's early Art is, Germ. It, that's because exactly. current Art Germ is all poses. And back then it was the more dynamic. Um, yeah. You know, this dynamic actually art. looks a lot better, actually, to be honest with you. Because uh, Art Germ is great, but he has a tendency to make all the women look the same. Uh, you know, that's just the way I feel about it. It's Ooh. like Cam oh, Campbell. You find a niche. Go up to yeah. that Batwoman. Bat that's a raw Bat copy. Batwoman? No, that no Batgirl. Batgirl. The red one. Or the, I'm sorry, the yellow one. Yeah, yeah right. the that's Batman. Yeah, yeah. Well, it I'm sorry. First it's appearance first appearance of Batgirl. I'm sorry. Yeah. Betty Kane, first appearance, 831 for a raw copy. Look at that. 1961. Ooh, it looks older than 1961. Because is... remember how all the Golden Age uh, Batman books are all and Superman uh, action comics all have like yellow covers? Yeah, that um, is great, though. Well, because they could only print what five colors or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We've always talked about that. Like all the first like twenty issues of action comics are all like yellow covers or uh, Superman comics are all yellow covers. Right. I think same with Batman too. But uh, it's amazing when you think about like Batman. It was in nineteen sixty one. They're already on issue one hundred thirty nine. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So is which who is okay? So that's which one is Batgirl. That one's swinging. The top one, the bottom one. Well, who's that in the bottom then? Who's the chick on the bottom? That's Kay, uh, other Kane. What's her name? Um, Cassandra? No. Gil? Like I don't know, man. Yeah. Come on, Brian. You're the bat person. <laughs> Got to be Batwoman. Batwoman, <laughs> Batgirl. Bat there you What's, go. Yeah. Yeah, I forget what her name was. <clears throat> so I think this book is going to really start um, getting up there. Uh, along with the first appearance of Deathstroke, uh, you know, because everything is talking about, you know, Snyder Cut and, you know, his one small appearance. Now they want to see a Deathstroke appearance. So 650 for a 9.8 newsstand. Not bad at all. I think Deathstroke is uh, a lot of people going to start uh, getting that. Hey, look, I'm sorry. Hey, look at that. Side by side. <laughs> yeah. Well, we shall see. Uh, any guesses on uh, who is going to be the guest uh, uh, cameo tonight, Matt? What do you think? 
Definitely Mephisto. 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 That's what I've been saying all the time, man. Come on, Come on. man. Steve Rogers is bought back to life by Mephisto. That's what oh, I'm saying. There you go. It's going to be Agatha. Yeah. Agatha. At, at this point, it's like, I, I don't know. Let's just, just watch it. You know, it's, exactly, it is yeah. fun to guess. <laughs> I mean, Omega Red hasn't showed up. That was a big bust, right? That's the Mephisto yeah. of this Ooh, season. Ooh, banana cover. And that one jumped too. Five fifty is a pretty good price for that because it's been at uh, three seventy five for the past year. Yeah, wow. these, <clears throat> these uh, negative variants that John Tyler Christopher kind of uh, cornered the market on. And there's um, some books that just look amazing in person, and that is one of them. It's it's yeah. such a pretty book. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you really like the um, <clears throat> the negative variants, go look for what John Tyler Christopher one of his earliest ones he did for Witchblade. Yeah, and it's absolutely mm. gorgeous. It's like a Day of the Dead, uh, and it's a Witchblade, like, like you know, I don't know. Hey, well, John Tyler know. has some amazing covers. One of my favorite covers of his is his uh, Spider-Man twenty ninety nine cover. It's fantastic, and you cannot find it on eBay. I've been watching eBay for about three years, and one copy has popped up. He is a very shrewd marketer of his comic books. Like uh, <clears throat> the story I was told about the Star Wars. <clears throat> excuse yep. me was that he kept the rights to Boba Fett and Han Solo, I want to say, for C2E2. And he says, I'll do all these other ones, but I want these to sell on my own. And sure enough, those were the hottest ones. uh, Because he knew how, you know, can you imagine that Boba Fett now with the Mandalorian and the Boba Fett show and everything? He told me that story at a a con in Hartford. He had to take out a second mortgage on his house to buy it. Yeah, that that was a good investment. Yeah, totally. I love this run by Captain Marvel, like 25 up to like 34 or 35. Some great Starlin uh, Captain Marvel stories on here. Uh, wow. 599 for 9.4. That's awesome. Everything's going up. I mean, yeah. it's, it's crazy right now. Yeah. A friend long shot. Yeah. That had a big sale. There was a, a graded sale. 650. Yeah. 650. I got to go look at the five copies that I have. <laughs> uh there was a newsstand i think that hit 850 yesterday or two hey, days really? oh, there's no, a ca- there's not. a canadian variant that has no sales data at all yeah mm. that, that one's tough to find i think yeah. it was the other regular newsstand let's see the newsstand newsstand raw no i guess not i guess it was yeah. that yeah so, like I said, man, we could probably do this for a good three hours. Anytime I go into coverprice.com, I just fall down the rabbit hole and you just right. stay uh, stay there forever. We'll look at one more. Anything you guys want to see while I'm perusing through here? Uh, oh, no. Matt, I know this How is How many times has he homaged his, that cover? I mean, come oh, on, geez. man. Oh, God. Roger would know. He's got a short box full of them. Matt, is there any way that you guys have been talking about signatures and what that would, or is that just too nebulous to say you can't put a price on signatures? Well, we, we have a way to integrate it, and it's impossible to do a, a great 100%, I agree it. with you. It, yep. it, because it's it's so dependent on who signed it, if they did a sketch, where they signed yeah. it. You know, it, right. If there's a consistent book like Todd McFarlane signing Spawn 1, that's yep. easy to track. Or if it's Adam Hughes is another one that signed a lot of his books, that's an easy one to track. Yeah. Stanley, Spider-Man, Stanley, X-Men, you know, stuff right. like that. But anything outside of that, it's it's wild, wild west. And so Hell, I'll, I'll sign your Adam Hughes books for you. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Matt, do you try <laughs> do you see that though on sales though? Do you see like yellow label yeah. sales? Like the, the so, sales are actually all in our system. They're just right. quarantined. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> because you can't put a price on it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're like they're in a little pocket. So if we ever do add it, we can like start bringing them in. 
I so, didn't do too bad on this. I bought a 5.5 Strange Tales 110 ooh. for 2400 So I'm looking pretty good on this one now. Mm-hmm. First appearance of Doctor Strange. But I got it for uh, Pace Pot Pete, to be honest with you. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah exactly. That's why you yes. put him on a cover. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. So uh, that's it, man. We're well, running up on an hour right now. I'll, I'll go back to full screen so you can see all of our beautiful heads. And uh, look at that. Two bald heads on one show. You don't give out on a lower right. level too bad. You know, lost Ryan. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, right. Matt, I was like twins, Matt. If you had a goatee, would be there. Like, you go. Oh I try. Yeah. I can't grow hair at all. So. Yeah, okay, so, right, right. Guys, if you haven't, go check out Cover Price. It's awesome. Uh, once again, also, if you have dedicated your years and years and years into your CLZ, you can export your CLZ file, and uh, it could be imported into uh, Cover Price, uh, and it's quite simple. So um, just you know, hit up, uh, shoot me a message, or you can email, I think, John, John at CoverPrice.com. John at CoverPrice, yeah. yeah, John at CoverPrice. Yeah, he's like, send it yeah. to him. Let him do it. Set up uh, email. Right. It's a very small smile file, too. Just Google uh, um, export CLZ, uh, CLZ to text file or Excel file, uh, and you'll see it. It's easy to do. And my file was like like 900K. It's a really small file. So uh, there you go, man. Yep. Any last words, Matt? No, thanks. I mean, we have, you know, we're going to take things to the next level uh, this summer. So we have a big update. This is just one update that we we're itching to do. And it's step one to uh, making sales as accurate and making your collection as accurate as possible. And I know uh, uh, Complic Human has been, uh, you know, asking about saying that he's missing part of his collection. That's definitely stuff we're, we're working on, um, some back end stuff, image scanning to help pick up those missing sales um because there's still you know there's a lot of digging we have to do um sometimes for some of those missing books sometimes you just need to tell the system to look for it and then it's fine um but yeah that all these little things all these back-end things a lot of that stuff is going to be updated this summer so we're looking forward to that it's a lot of work, guys. A lot of database a lot. work. But appreciate Matt for yeah. coming on. Every time there is a, a breakdown, go check it out. It's it's such a seamless. And it, and but you don't need an app, by the way. If you load it onto your browser on your phone, it works just as well. Yep. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, you know, there you go. Uh, any last words, Otto? No, thank you very much, Matt. Appreciate you joining us tonight. A lot of fun. Yeah, I love all the data that you're always kicking out to us. I'm on the site right now added some books here and there that's good to see what your investment goes up in price but Mm -hmm. thank you very much you guys just wanted you to check out uh the latest three men in the basement on monday night we had uh uh strong um the father on mr jimenez talking about uh, his son and childhood cancer what you can still do to donate the three men in the basement donated um twenty five hundred dollars on behalf of the entire ig comic book community so please check that out there are still ways that you can donate for Polly Strong. Um, got a video dropping tonight. I bought 10 X-Men number ones for three bucks, uh, three bucks each. And let's find out how many Deadpool rookie cards I got. We'll find out. I <laughs> mean, X-Force so, number ones. X-Force number ones. Yeah. I, I found the short box. Short story long is that I have too much ADD to look through all these. I just grabbed 10 of them. I looked at the guy. I go, 30 bucks. He goes, 30 bucks. All right. You better sell them so now, we'll man. I, that, uh, that trend may be gone uh, very yeah. soon, man. You sell sure, those sure. rookie cards now, man. Right. Yeah. Before yep. you know, Matt, when do you think they're gonna actually make uh comic book NFTs? You know, the non fungible. Oh, it's, it's uh, happening already. We we get yeah. some coming into the site, and there was I can't remember what character it was, but it was one character. It was limited. It was an NFT limited to fifteen hundred, which doesn't make any sense because it's not original. 
Yeah, and I think the whole idea of NFT art is you are the original owner and you have a a link to it that says you own it. Yeah, they had a run of 1500 and I was selling for a grand each. And I I was like, I don't know how this stuff works. I still need to look look into it, but it is a thing right now. Um, Yeah, unbelievable. So basically, so on NFTs for for art, it's basically, it could be an art, a gif, a meme, but you are the sole owner. Even though somebody else can have a copy of it, you have proof that you have it in a link, like some type of digital currency link to show that you are the sole uh, It's a chain link, yeah. It's a, yeah, what a is chain it? Link. Blockchain. 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 Yeah, blockchain. Yep. Uh, it's yeah. just a another rabbit hole for you to go down, I'm telling you, man. But and I was thinking, like, you know how they're doing uh, the, the basketball top hoops things for, like, uh, basketball highlights? Like, why can't they do that for comic book movies? Like, you know, the moment, like, you know, you know, Captain uh, Captain America picks up Thor's hammer. Like, that, sure. that NFT, uh, you know, uh, anyway... I'm just saying in the future, comic books will be a tradable commodity. It's going to be like, you know, you'll be able to just use your comics as money uh, on some type of platform. I'm telling you, it's happening. JB, any last words? Have you given away the PS5 yet? No, I got to get to 5,000 subscribers, but we're getting there. The channel is growing. Thanks to you, the viewers. This chat is on fire. I want to start by saying thanks to the chat. Every week, this Thursday chat is just awesome. And you guys make this show. Thanks for showing up. Matt, thank you for showing up today because you added so much to today's show. And I hope you can be part of this show going forward. And uh, Devo, Otto, thanks for having me, man. Um, I'm dropping a new video Saturday. That's the one you need to comment on if you want to be entered into the PS5 drawing. It's my top I want one. There you go. I want one. Yeah, There you go. Got to watch it. All right, boys and girls. So uh, remember, tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern or 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon, this drops on Karis Comics' website. Uh, make sure it's going to be for pre-order. Uh, the last Star Wars book sold out in about a minute or two, so you can use discount code of LOTLB and get 15% off. Order a set, order three sets, whatever, man, but you get a nice little discount, so there you go. Uh, thank you guys all for joining us, man. I'll see you possibly Sunday for Letters from the Long Box with Mikey's son. Until then, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. There Peace you go. out.